0: Hello, and welcome to the Lacadaisical Liberal And now, your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Liberal Cube. I am, as always, Jordan Maywood, the Lacadaisical Liberal list. Today, within the Liberal Cube, is Tuesday. If you listened to yesterday's episode, you will know we were we are sort of messing around with time a little this week, as we do from time to time in the in the TARDIS car that I drive. Um, I have just realized, about ten minutes away from work now, that uh, today is actually Wednesday and it is garbage day, and I forgot to take out the garbage. So that's a first. And shitty. Tuesdays within the Liberal Cube, of course, mean it is TV Tuesdays, in which we talk television, as our good pal Doug Heffernan likes to say. He probably also says that from time to time. He is a big man, after all, and likes to eat fairly prodigiously, which causes the gas. That is the Science Corner segment of the show completed. Mission accomplished. Today's sponsor is I Dream of Gene Simmons Family Lamp Store. Once again, today's sponsor is I Dream of Gene Simmons Family Lamp Store. Okay, let's hop right in to the first show. Um, Actually, it is the last show that I watched before going to bed last night, but thought I would do it first, because I'm a crazy person. (laughs) Uh, Dragon's Den is the name of the program, and I have brought it back here at least once that I can remember in which, it's <laughs> stuck in my mind this episode, in which a woman brought in Christmas trees that had severed mannequin heads on the top. I believe I even used that as the title of the episode, seven, Severed Mannequin Heads on a Christmas Tree, so if you like, uh, go back and have a listen to that one. You can get the uh, the first part of my Dragon's Den talkings. Uh, if you are unfamiliar with Dragon's Den, it is a show in which five rich people will sit in chairs and entrepreneurs will come in and pitch their ideas to them in the hopes to get some moolah. Sometimes with success, I, if I had to guess, um, if I had to make an educated guess, because I've seen quite a few episodes, uh, they quite often do not get money and quite possibly get laughed off the stage. The first, I decided to take one episode and bring back every single thing that I saw, so let's uh, run those down. first one was a board game uh, called Day Trader. I don't remember, and I don't think anyone made the super obvious joke here that it should not be called a board game in this case, it should be called a boring game. Ha ha! Ha ha! Um, It is a board game in which uh, sort of mimics the actions of the stock market. (laughs) So, incredibly boring sounding. I think the dragons, which is what you call the five rich people, um, even they found it boring, and they are in that sort of world That money world. So needless to say, this guy did not get invested in. Too bad. They have had on uh, Dragon's Den quite a few people coming in with their ideas for board games. And from what I can recommend to you, the listener who is thinking of inventing a board game, as I know you, uh, as no doubt you are, do not go on Dragon's Den with your idea for a board game, because you will get shot down and made fun of. Apparently, it is a extremely difficult uh, product to get onto the market and be successful with just because the market is taken up by sort of giant companies like Hasbro, they mentioned was the biggest one, uh, who will just kind of eat you alive. This guy, um, on top of having a boring video, a boring board game, uh, also mentioned that Hasbro came to him asking for, um, his game in order to make it and distribute it, and he told them stupidly, as all the dragons were shocked to hear, uh, he told them no, it was not ready yet. Uh, that's just the kind of thing you can see on the dragon set. Ah, the next one. This idea did not get any money either, however, uh, it was my favorite one from the show. It was a woman who came in who, had been cutting hair for 20 years been in the barber business hairdressing business and had a new idea for a new a new barber shop I say barber shop because it was aimed at men the reason I could tell I had sort of a feeling was that the women were all uh, scantily clad sort of uh, her idea was a a barber in which the barbaresses, were all dressed in, like, sexy costumes. Uh, she, I don't know where she did her research, but she said she did research on what men were looking for most sexually wise, I guess you could say. Um, and the three that she brought with her were a schoolgirl, uh, a uh, playboy model, and a businesswoman. <laughs> that one was kind of weird to me. The Playboy model, when she said that, I thought it would be the full bunny ears, tail, but it was just a basically a blonde girl in a tight pink shirt that said Playboy on it, which, hey, nothing wrong with that. She, the uh, the schoolgirl, your sort of typical Catholic schoolgirl, which for me uh, gets the number one slot. <laughs> number one slot. Uh, and then there was the businesswoman, which I didn't really get. Sexy businesswoman? Eh, alright. Different strokes. I mentioned yesterday, different strokes for different folks. Let's mention it again. Different strokes for different folks. Okay. Yeah, that one's kind of weird. I think maybe sexy librarian I would go for. Businesswoman? Eh, she, uh, did not get money because as far as investing in this, the dragons, the dragons felt they would not get their money back, which Which uh, made sense to me. The next item a guy brought on was called the truck strap roller. Uh, If you have ever seen a flatbed truck, or better yet, driven one, and had to load one, you will know that uh, on the side of these uh, flatbeds are straps that sort of go over the top of your load and buckle on. So when you unload, these straps have to be rolled up again. And it is done by hand. This guy had a, a, a sort of extension that you could put on the end of just any drill that would uh, wind them up with the power of the drill. It was really cool, well thought out, good idea for a common everyday problem. And he did get uh, did get what he asked for. So, it just goes to show if you got a good idea like this, you uh, should and can and did in this case. Um, Make some moolah. Uh, Okay, the next one was a hockey musical, a hockey-themed musical. I do not like musicals. I do not like hockey. Um, This did not get any investments, so I was happy. The next one, this is the one that they shot down the most, and the most harshly, was a PC anti-theft alarm that... It was this giant friggin' chip that goes into your... Uh, computer, and it won't fit in the laptop, I should mention, just in your sort of tower of your computer, so that if it gets moved, uh, an alarm will sound, so you can't steal it. (laughs) Uh, And they just tore this guy a new one, uh, and it was kind of (laughs) sad, actually. The last one, which also got money, was perfume, where the main ingredient is, uh, I guess you would say, gathered, maybe, gathered, processed in Afghanistan from orange blossoms. The Misses, this is a show, I should say, that the Misses and I watched together. The Misses had actually heard of this perfume, and it was one of those things where, yes, it is a business that is going to make money, they all agreed, but it is also sort of uh, good for uh, humanity, good for the Af- people in that apparently, right, good for the world because apparently in Afghanistan one of the main sort of things that they export or farm I guess you could say is poppies which um, they use to make opium so to go uh, to go to Afghanistan and get these farmers who are making opium basically to making perfume um, and making more money to do the perfume, was what this woman had in mind and had been doing, uh, is good. So I like that, and I like that she got money. There was a kind of tears flowing on this one at the beautiful of it, uh, and I liked it. Okay, so what do we got next? What do we got next? Okay, I'll just do kind of a, a preamble for future episodes, I guess we'll say. Uh, The Mrs. and I have started to watch The Office. (sighs) The uh, American version. We used to watch it on TV, but uh, kind of stopped doing so. So uh, we have all episodes up to Season 8 on DVD. We needed a funny show, because we will always have one funny show on the go, usually for Saturday nights. Uh, Had finished it's always sunny in philadelphia which i brought back quite a few episodes here i remember because uh thinking about them and talking about them on the podcast had me laughing about them um so i hope to do the same with the office that is my plan and my hope my hopeful plan we rather than uh, we did something that i very very rarely if ever this may have been the first time have done, uh, we did not start with season one. Just because uh, we used to watch it on TV and watch the first bunch of seasons. They played in reruns. We watched the episodes many, many times. So uh, season one through even some of four, uh, we had seen a lot. So we decided to jump ahead a bit. Uh, We've actually, we're flying through them. Uh, we're already on season 5 season 5 in which uh, let's just maybe say where what's happened so far uh, in case somehow you are unfamiliar with the office it takes place in a amusement park No that's silly it takes place in an office It is based on the British series of the same name that starred Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. Uh, I actually, was I, I think, I'm pretty sure that, uh, unlike most people, I watch the British Office before I watch the American version, just because, uh, I always have my eye out for British comedies, because, um, they are my faves quite often. I remember that the first episode of The American Office and the first episode of The British Office were virtually identical. One thing, if I had to choose between um, Stephen Carell and Ricky Gervais, the reason that I might choose Ricky Gervais is just because he is slightly more cringe worthy. Uh, by that I mean you will watch uh, these these two guys be the manager of this office, and they are the most sort of socially awkward um, and just awkward, awkward people you will ever see in your entire life. And just, even though you know it's a television show and you know that he, that they are acting, it just makes me cringe, some of the things he does. So you have him, then you have his right-hand man, Dwight, Dwight Schrute, who is another really funny character. Uh, How would you describe Dwight? Well, he runs a beet farm. He is very opinionated, and um, the sort of, I guess you could maybe, I don't know if you could go main character by the name of Jim Halpert, always seems to be looking for ways to screw with him which is a, is a fun dynamic between the two of them. Then there is, in season five now, Jim has been dating the former secretary, Pam, who uh, has moved to New York to pursue an arty career of some sort. He, uh, spoiler, has just proposed to her, and she has said yes. That uh, is actually where the Emissus misses and I have left off. There are uh, a host of other characters.
1: There is
0: Oscar the gay accountant, Angela the bitchy accountant. Um, what the hell's his name? The fat accountant guy. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good with names. I'm kind of proud of myself. Only forgot... I uh, can't remember. There's uh, some other ones, and I just want to throw out that my favorite character on the television show The Office is Creed. This kind of old, crazy—they're all sort of have a degree of craziness. Old guy, uh, and he's my favorite. He is a friggin' lucky actor because it's almost like every single line that is written for this guy is a gem and makes me laugh every time. Love it, love it. Okay, folks, I'm at work. I'm gonna do eight hours of work and come back, and I got actually a lot more to talk about. So. Wait with breath. Not baited breath. Just breath breath. Love you, dearies. I'm a fool to do your dirty... Working, working, working. And... we're back. We are back! We are back! We are back! We are back! 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 Back. We are back! Back in action! Hello again! That was eight hours of work, once again, as tends to happen when you spend eight hours in a building and get paid to do work. <sighs> so, what did we do this morning? I don't remember. Let's not dwell on it. What's past is past. Let's move on. Two items that I have brought back for this Television Tuesday LibroCube, like, lackadaisical LibroCube, two items that I have Brought back to the Libro Cube. Uh, our items we have discussed before. The late night talk show host, Jimmy Kimmel, live? Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Is Jimmy Kimmel live? Does he do the show live? Well, that's impressive. And uh, late night with Conan O'Brien. Have been on a bit of a break, I think. I should uh, specify that... Uh, I do not stay up late enough to watch these two shows, not even close to late enough to watch them. So uh, the good people at each of these programs will post a plethora, a cornucopia of videos on their YouTube channels. So thank you very much for that, because if you did not do that, I would uh, never see your shows. And you are both very funny dudes. I don't know why I am talking as if you are listening to this, but I am. So, hello, hello, Conan and Jimmy. How are you? Uh, okay, so got that out of the way. Let's uh, run down some of the clips slash episodes that I have perused. I kind of uh, how I do these shows is just bring back the guests that they interviewed. And it seems to work. I've done it before, I'm doing it now, and I like doing it. So, let's see what we got. Let's start with Conan. Conan O'Brien. Who do we have first? Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Who's uh, looking pretty good, I must say. Um, one of uh, one of many things that I have mentioned, am going to mention, and will probably mention again, is that I got a thing for uh, brunettes dark-haired beauties, such as The Misses, for example, and uh, she falls into that category, no doubt no doubt about it. Uh, what did she talk about? Apparently, she's on a show now. <laughs> I, I haven't really followed her career so much. Uh, I did, at one point in my life, watch the show Friends. Uh, I did not watch it all the way to the end. I kind of reached a point in my Friends viewing where I said, okay, well, I pretty much know what's happening on the show. Let's not watch it anymore. She was good in the screen movies. Um, and what's the name of the show? Cougar Town, I think, which uh, that's fitting. Definite uh, cougaress brewing here. I wrote down, sometimes when I do uh, Conan and Jimmy, I'll write down the name of the guest and then like a word or something for me to remember what they talked about. I wrote down the word pillow. Yet I cannot remember why. You fucking asshole. Sorry, just got uh, cut off there. I can't. I cannot remember why I wrote down the word pillow. Did she talk about a pillow? Yeah. <laughs> no idea. So that's uh, in its own right humorous as well. But for some reason, I wrote down the word pillow when uh, referring to Courtney Cox's interview. No idea. Next, we will move on to funny man. Very, very funny dude, Ricky Gervais. Uh, I love to see two funny dudes such as this sit down and uh, shoot the shit. I just wish that they did it for longer, as in sort of a podcast long-form interview forum. Would be much, much better. Uh, That being said, this was a nice snippet. And uh, apparently Ricky Gervais does this thing where he takes very unflattering pictures of himself. They gave a few examples of like him uh, in a bubble bath with a Viking helmet on, uh, for some reason. And uh, they did one of these pictures live on the air where Conan and Ricky Gervais took off all their clothes... Um, don't get too excited, ladies. They left their boxers on. <laughs> uh, and then hopped in a bubble bath and took a very unflattering picture of themselves and posted it on interwebs. So, uh, hilarity was there. who was in the room with them. And uh, I liked it. The last... Uh, you know what, I wrote it down, although it has yet to happen. They played, uh, posted a little snippet of, uh, Conan O'Brien has decided to basically get in the podcast biz in the sense that he is posting, as I just said, long form interviews with people where he will sit down for an hour and change and talk with one person and one person only, no fancy graphics, no, uh, uh pre written uh, questions, just uh, really a podcast is a good way to describe it. Uh, And I've watched a a couple of them so far, or I've only watched one. Anyways, the one that they teased that is coming up is with Mr. Jack White of the White Stripes. Um, I am more, when it comes to music, classic rock guy, 60s and 70s. That's where I focus most of my musical listenings. However, uh, I do appreciate Jack White as a, uh artist because uh, I think he uh, is definitely very good at what he does. So I plan on uh, watching that interview because he also seems like he might be an interesting dude. I wish, uh, just on the subject, that uh, Conan O'Brien did one of these, what he calls, oh yeah, the title of these are called Serious Jibber Jabbers. I wish he did uh, one of these with Ricky Gervais, that would be cool. Although, maybe that would kind of defeat the purpose of a sort of serious interview, to have two funny people together who, I am guessing, would have difficulty being serious for any length of time. So, that is Conan O'Brien. Let's move on to Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, hot on. Jennifer Aniston. What? Courtney Cox, Jennifer Aniston, Are they making a friend's reunion? No, they're not. Uh, They're not doing that. She was on to promote... um, I can't remember. I usually don't write down what they're promoting unless it's something that uh, I'm interested in, which uh, Jennifer Aniston, um, I think, is kind of overrated. She's always uh, in the looks department, I should specify. She's always sort of like, on people's lists of hottest people ever, whatever. I don't know if that list exists, but she seems to be on those kind of things. Which, uh, you know, she's good-looking, but I think if you put her in a room full of other good-looking women, she's not going to blow your mind away with her good-looking mist. That being said, she is uh, definitely can be, I think, very funny. And has some good acting chops. However, I think she also wastes them a lot on romantic comedies, which to me is sort of the lowest form of movies. is the romantic comedy. Like, what was uh, she just in that I really liked? um, Is it Wonderlust? Wonderlust? Was that the name of it? Her and uh, Paul Rudd. I think it was Wonderlust. Did I even tune on the podcast? I might have. On a movie Monday. Anyways, uh, that was good. She was very funny in that. She talked about how her... See, my note this time says boating. Okay? For Courtney Cox, it says pillows. It said pillow. No idea what that meant. For uh, Jennifer Aniston, it says boating. So that makes sense to me because apparently her and husband, whoever that is, probably somebody famous that I should know that, uh, and Jimmy Kimmel and, uh, his wife go, like, boating. Uh, boating, probably not accurate. Probably yachting, uh, is more accurate. So I thought that was kind of an uh, interesting thing to picture in your brain. Just them kind of tooting around in a yacht, having some drinks, and what have you. I don't know, like, uh, like people would do. <laughs> uh, she gave Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Himmel. Jimmy Kimmel a haircut live on the air which uh, apparently she used to do some hair cutting way back before her rich and famous days so that was funny because uh she i think made him nervous with her not knowing what she was doing and uh, that came across uh, apparently the haircut cut did not come out very good as I believe it was Ryan Gosling mentioned, because he was the next interview I watched, said, what happened to your hair, or something to that effect. He uh, came on to promote something as well, don't know what it was, but uh, him and Will Ferro sort of interrupted the show to do a commercial? What's a... What's a Not a commercial. Well, commercial. Uh, TV, made for TV. Infomercial. That's the word I was looking for. So they, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, I don't know if you were aware. Uh, I'm barely aware, since obviously I don't watch it while it's on TV, that he has changed times from, uh, I guess he used to be on 11, and now he's on at 11.35. Is that, is that the deal? And, um. The joke was kind of that Will Ferrell and Ryan Gosling would normally be doing a infomercial called the Knife Guys during uh, the time that Jimmy Kimmel has moved to, which I guess doesn't really make sense, but whatever. It was funny. So they did a, a infomercial where it's basically Will Ferrell and Ryan Gosling selling knives on this infomercial. And funny, funny stuff. Uh, somebody gets cut, as you can imagine. Uh, there's a burp there, just in case. Uh, you weren't getting the funny. You needed a little burp action to funny it up a bit. Uh, and then, Will Ferra left. Uh, there was no clips of him doing an interview, which I wonder if he did or not. Just clips of Ryan Gosling's interview after that. One, uh, I wrote down Girl Guide because he had a funny story, which, I don't know if I... Yeah, uh, seems like a nice guy, so maybe it was true.
1: One of those, ah,
0: can this be true stories, I don't know. It was a story of how he, um, in front of a supermarket, went up to Girl Guides selling cookies, and um, said, I'll take all of them, just to kind of be like, you know what, these kids are working hard, I know if I was in their position... I would love it if some guy just came up and said, give me all the cookies you have. Uh, so he did that. And then, uh, after doing that, obviously, he had a shit ton of cookies and did not know how to get rid of them. So was like, just kept them in his car and would like at stop signs, give them out, throw them in other cars, and <laughs> be like, here's some cookies. Uh, and then that was basically the story. It came up because a guest former, I forget who it was, some, oh no, no, yeah, it was like one of the writers on Jimmy Kimmel said that one time she was driving along and Brian Gosling pulled up beside, uh, beside her and tossed in her car some Girl Guide cookies. So that, I guess, gave the story a little, lent it a little bit uh, more believability anyways. I don't know. Sometimes I'm uh, cynical and sometimes I'm not. There I am a little. Okay, uh, his next guest was Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz, uh, the missus, is a big fan of, so I decided to watch it. The only thing I want to point out from that, uh, about Dr. Oz, really, is that, to me, I always say this to the missus, he, to me, looks like an elf. Like, as if he was ripped out of Lord of the Rings. Just uh, get a look at his features. They're very... Elfish, right down to the very uh, pointy ears. It's got pointy ears and it's kind of elfish looking. Doctor Oz is an elf. Basically, is what I'm saying. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. It has been confirmed that Doctor Oz is in fact an elf. His last guest was Miss Sophia Vergara. Vergara, Sophia Vergara, who is super, super smokin' hot. And what did she have to say? Uh my one uh my one note here says party family because apparently she goes everywhere with her crazy party family. She is Colombian apparently and they from the sounds of it like to party. For example, Jimmy threw a uh what was it an Oscar party or Emmy party whatever uh invited Sof- Sofia Vergara Uh, and she then brought along, like, 60 members of her family, and the party was over, everyone was gone, with the exception of Sofia Vergara and her family members. So I thought that was a funny story. Okay, uh, that will be a good spot to bring us to uh, the Modern Family episode that I watched. Sofia (laughs) Vergara is on Modern Family. Let's talk about the... Modern Family episode that I just watched, the most recent one, which was their New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve episode, which um, aired quite a like week, over a week anyways, after New Year's Eve, which I guess is a, is a way to go, <laughs> not a good way to go, did something happen that it was supposed to play before, or nearer New Year's, and something happened, I don't know. Anyways, a very, very funny episode. It involved Jay, who is the sort of patriarch of this extended family, bringing them to a place, a hotel, where in his youth he had very exciting New Year's Eves, but had since sort of gone downhill. So uh, the separate members of the family sort of split up and go their own ways. And the comedy ensues of course, as it does on a comedy program. Let's uh, I'm very close to home and have one final item this uh, so we'll just say that it was very funny Billy D, Billy D Williams makes a appearance as himself uh, and many many laughs recommend the show in general and, and definitely this episode. although if you watch I bet you we'll throw it a little bet, If you watch two three episodes of this, Modern Family. Uh, You will be hooked if you like to laugh at things. Uh, And then you will watch this regardless of what I say. So... Okay, this last item I actually had on my list last week and uh, ran out of time. So I don't want to do that again. So I'm going to get it in. Come hell or... No, just come hell. Yeah. High water, I won't do it. If I see any high water, I will not do this. But hell... I will do it. It is Bored to Death. Bored to Death, uh, Season 2, I should specify, because Bored to Death Season 1 I watched. Uh, if it was not last year, it may have even been the previous year. Uh, Bored to Death is a show starring Mr. Jason Schwartzman, uh, Mr. Ted Danson. I know on the podcast I have spoken of Mr. Ted Danson, um, four, forget why, uh, but it went into a whole, uh, oh, I know why, he was on, uh, I think, Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, yeah, that's why, so, uh, I talked about my cheers love, uh, and also on the program, War to Death, Mr. Zach Galifianakis, so, you get these three dudes together, uh, with some uh, crazily written show, uh, you're going to have a good time, and I do, really, really like this show, it's about Jason Sch- Jason Jason Schwartzman, who plays a writer um, who wrote one book. However, his second book has been sort of uh, passed around and not published. So I don't think that is necessarily the reason why he decides to become a private detective. However, he does. I, I should specify also an unlicensed private detective. Uh, he does this, I think, not so much to make money as to have things to write about. So um, that's kind of where your story builds around. Ted Danson plays his sort of, I guess you could say mentor uh, guy who works at a magazine. Uh, Zach Galifianakis is a comic book writer. Uh, so all sort of literary folk. Uh, and they uh, live in this crazy world. That crazy shit happens, crazy, funny, highly recommend, bored to death. I uh, wish I had had more time to talk about it, but I'm at home. So again. Folks, it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lacadaisical Libra Cubicle Rist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. Best is yet to come come the day on mine Live long and prosper